The Miss Teenager Pageant. Part 18. Glenn Sabine was really hamming it up. He could have stepped aside and let Eve quietly rehearse Juliet on her own. He could have given her the time she obviously needed to run through the lines once, twice, maybe a hundred times before reading them aloud and making an embarrassing fool out of herself. But no. The Clark Gable-esque stud and host of the Miss Teenager pageant would have none of it. He participated right alongside, reciting Romeo's part like he was the main act and Eve was intermission. I take thee at thy word. He belted in the hotel room where Eve had come for their informal meeting. Call me but love and I'll be new baptized. Henceforth I never will be Romeo. He gestured with his hands, one on his chest and the other with fingertips pressed together high in the air. He was an acting genius, a regular Marlon Brando in Eve's estimation. In comparison, Eve felt like a stagehand dragged out under the spotlight and forced to play the leading role. How would she ever be able to keep up? Wait a minute. She had lost her place. Where was she again? Now you're lying, my child, Sabine whispered over to Eve. Yes, there is was. W what man are you? I mean, art thou that thus besh reached, I mean, bescreened. Eve was trying her absolute darndest, but it seemed the harder she tried, the worse it got. Should she really try again? Was it even worth it? She had repeated almost every line she had started with. More than five times. Like a pressure cooker ready to blow its top, Eve was boiling beneath the surface. This was not fair. Handsome libido over there was just too good. And she had to face facts. When it came to acting, she just. Plain. Sucked. Oh, what's the use? She cried, slamming the book shut. I gum every line. Fuming and panting with frustration, Eve wanted to hightail out of there like the hotel was on fire. Then suddenly, she felt the warm hands of Mr. Sabine on her shoulders. As a natural instinct, her whole body relaxed and melted into his soft embrace. Still, no matter what he did or how he touched her, he would never be able to help soothe her egregious disappointment in herself. There, there, my dear, Sabine spoke tenderly, his face resting in her hair. There he went again with his there there, melting her heart. Eve could feel him holding her closely, proving that pity had won out in straight sense. But hadn't her dream just fallen to the floor in pieces? What would pity prove? In the end, it was his words by her ear that saved her from sinking into despair. You have real temperament, he said tranquilly. And temperament is almost as important an ingredient in acting as voice. Voice.